2: took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and
0: created DDP yoga. It's
2: time, it's Working
0: out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a
1: lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. It's more than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. <laughs>
2: DDP yoga can work for anyone. Bang!
1: DDP. DDP. DDP radio. Well, well, well. Hello, my friends, and welcome to a brand new episode of DDP Radio Live right here at DDPRadio.com. Uh, per usual, my name is Michael D. Mullins, broadcasting live from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, and you're gonna have to forgive me, my my voice is already going again. (laughs) I'm gonna skip my big elaborate intro, and just beam myself on top of the building, and then climb the rung, by rung, by rung, and I look out to the great white north, and on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, on top of Mount Ontario, is a cabin with a bright, burning red beam emanating from the windows and ddp radio tower connects the beam and crystal stewart holds the beam wrestles the beam down pulls it down from the sky and shoots it off into wonderland and that's how ddp radio happens crystal how are you my friends
2: I was just thinking, you know, neither one of us are very coordinated, so I'd probably knock the beam over and then burn my (laughs) cabin to the ground. (laughs) I'm good. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
1: well, I'm I'm glad to be here. I'm going to try to keep my energy up best I can. I'm still a little bit under the weather. I remember last week uh, I kind of had no voice. And I told you at the head of the show, I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I think I've got allergies to something, losing my voice. And I, I jokingly said it was from singing the Wilson Phillips karaoke 17 times that <laughs> night. But I remember saying to you, uh, before getting off the air, I said, Oh, don't worry about it. I'm sure it's nothing. Well, it was COVID. Got diagnosed with COVID again. Uh, this is my third bout of it since, uh, since all this happened and, and this one by far kicked my ass the hardest. And, uh, I was telling you right off air that I missed a really cool concert I was hoping to go to. And it's, like, not a big deal or anything. Just the concert full of 150 people, R.E.M., reunites on stage that night for the first time in 17 years. And that's all I've been reading ever since. So, uh, yeah, no no worries whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, that sucks. (laughs) yeah well i'm feeling better now so i I should be fine my voice is a little bit weak and and a little bit tired but for the most part i'm feeling pretty good and uh we had ddp radio scheduled tonight and and it is valentine's day i want to wish my my beautiful wife a happy valentine's day and i asked her before the show i said katie katie i gotta do the show i gotta go to work gotta go do ddp radio that's that's what we do on wednesday nights is it okay because I know it's 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 weird uh, talking to some other woman on Valentine's Day, and Katie said, <laughs> "Peace and quiet." It's a Valentine's Day miracle, and she threw some confetti <laughs> in the air and shut me in my uh, my room over here. So, <sighs> but happy Valentine's Day to my wife, and of course, Crystal. I'm sure uh, for you as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that we do Valentine's Day much different than everyone else in the world, but. You know, yeah, we just try and spend it together, and, I mean, if that all pans out, that's good. But we have kids writing exams and snakes, and, oh, God, it's just been a crazy day.
1: Yeah, yeah ab- absolutely, and we have to remember, the true reason for Valentine's Day is not all that other stuff. It's all about expensive presents, and that's what matters, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> and <chocolate>. all right <laughs> and chocolate oh boy i'm a, yeah thank you very much i um you're welcome i got a big i got a big and Reese's thing that i've been eyeballing like it's been challenging me i'm like i cannot eat you we're like, like i'm having a one-way argument with that giant Reese's. so <laughs> but uh we'll, we'll do our best without any further ado though i i know that you've been hard at work um you know, uh, putting together some great shows for us week after week and always coming with the good stuff. Last uh, show we had was was awesome. I enjoyed that one as well. And it, it's, I was thinking back, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's been a week since the last show. For some reason, it's, it feels like an eternity since I've been here. I guess being sick will do that to you. But I'm ready for that recharge of motivation, of that inspiration. And what we do here is tell stories. And uh, we try to share and inspire people through the victories, the struggles, the, you know d- – People, people's stories. That's where you find inspiration. It's an endless well of inspiration. So without any further ado, like I said 15 times, and then added further ado, can you uh, tell us who we have tonight (laughs) to uh, feature on this week's Warrior of the Week? Absolutely.
2: So this week, um, we welcome Charlene Griffith to the show. So the path to anything meaningful is not a straight shot. It resembles more like a roller coaster. There are ups and downs, curves, and times when you absolutely feel like you are going to crash. Throughout the, this entire journey, um, you know what you do. Um, you show up. Anyways, you do the work. When you start anything new, you are not graced with a story of how the journey is going to go or how it's going to end. You are just tasked with making decisions and valuing yourself enough to show up. That is your first victory, deciding you are worth the effort and the change. Welcome to the show, Charlene, and congratulations on becoming this week's Warrior of the Week and a member of the Class of 2024. Great honor
0: to be here. Hi, Charlene. Uh, we
1: appreciate yeah. you coming on with us.
0: It is a great honor.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, well. congratulations. And, uh, you know, it's pretty easy. We just we kind of call it in the ring. We get to know each other on the air. There's no set pl- path or plan. But one uh, question we always start out with, every superhero, every warrior, every uh, – Every great human being has to have an origin story. What is the circumstances that brought you to the point where you decided to take on this challenge of starting DDPY? Where were you, who are you, and how would you get here?
0: Well, I first started in 2021. A best friend of mine, Derek Wuriz, he's a Level 1 instructor going on Level 2. He's actually here with me. Um, Hello. uh, Hi, Derek in a deep hole I was a CNA medical assistant and a uh, home health care aide and a mother and taking care of my mom and uh, my dad passed away eight years ago I was taking care of him too and I hurt my knee doing a home health case and I just picked up the weight having the kids And I just got really sick and Derek came to me and said, hey, I have a class with my high blood pressure pills for my job was always working 24 seven anymore and taking care of my kids, my husband, my mom, whole house full and sometimes working two jobs. And I just got down, depressed and COVID hit. So I came to class. I almost had to have knee surgery. And doing DDP changed my life, and I didn't. I got off, I got real sick in 2022. I ended up in the hospital, thought I was going to die because of COVID. <laughs> and I prayed, got out, did more DDP, got off of blood pressure pills completely, and didn't have to have knee surgery and worked up myself, got out of the medical field, started a different career, and keep pushing forward and taking care of my mom, working, and taking care of four dogs, a cat, eight, eight people in my household.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, it's incredible. And, and it's a familiar story around here. We have a lot of people that come through and, and talk to us on, on GDP radio of they have all this responsibility and all these people that def- depend on them to the point where their own health ends up suffering. And it is that whole conversation of who can you help if you can't keep yourself healthy? You know, if you, you're useless to everyone else around you, if you can't focus and, on your own health too. And some people have a, a, a war with themselves over, I've got so much else to do, I can't really focus on me. But that selfishness of, of taking care of yourself, which isn't selfish at all, but that, that's a, a priority before you can help anybody else. And uh, it seems like something you were struggling with at first, trying to make sure the whole world is saved before you save yourself. Yeah. So when you got sick and and you had all this stuff kind of crashing down on you and things getting hard and COVID was a nightmare for so many of us uh, the past few years, Um, was it just a change that – was it a flip flip of a switch or was it something you really had to kind of just work on making sure that, you know, you were taking care of yourself and and focusing on your own health?
0: Just more focusing on my health, like just to recover, get out, get myself back on track, make sure I'm eating, actually, too. I'm still having that problem of not eating enough, but trying to get there.
2: <laughs> you know what? A lot of people say that, you know, the workouts might be challenging, but the food aspect of it is very, very hard. And, I mean, it's just one of those things. You you, you find out what works. For you more through trial and error than anything else, one hundred
1: percent true, yeah, so when you're trying to uh you know undertake this uh this whole shift in your life when you first started getting down on the mat, was it something that came easy to you, or did you find something like d d p y was very foreign to how you usually worked out it was
0: a little difficult. But I was used to it because I did uh, Beachbody before, but I love this a lot more.
2: <laughs> and I mean, and it the no imp- <laughs> sorry, the no impact is a huge bonus because I started out with Beachbody as well, so I know how I felt versus doing Beachbody versus doing DDPY. So I know now just what I was missing out
1: on. Well, uh, absolutely. The the no impact is such a big deal. And, and, you know, I, I worked, you know, my my whole family worked in the healthcare industry, both uh, basically on those hospital floors and those doctor floors. Those are hard concrete, usually floors, tile floors. And that will take a, a real just damage to your joints and your body after a long time. And uh, I don't know anybody who's still in the healthcare industry that doesn't have some kind of hip replacement or knee replacement. How, uh, you know, how important was that to you uh, doing the GDPY that really affected uh, just the way you walk, the way you stand? Because after a while, you know, doing that CNA stuff for a while, that's it has got to be brutal on your body.
0: Oh, yes, it was, especially 60 patients a night. Yeah, Ooh. yourself because another person called off on you or didn't want to do their job.
1: Wow. That's it crazy. was hard. <laughs> so getting out of uh, that industry, do you find your body kind of, you know, uh, feeling better, you know, snapping back to its normal self, or is it something you're still dealing with? Yeah. it's
0: It's getting back to its normal self still a little here and there the knee tricks a little bit but it's actually 190% all uh, there i mean i
2: think you know it's ironic because uh, the hardest pill to take for a lot of caregivers is self care and it's it's so strange to see Um, Just the transformation when they come out of a career where they are spending so much time looking after everyone else but themselves. And, I mean, it's, wow, it's got to be such a huge mountain to climb sometimes.
0: Yes, it is 100%. Because I'm still taking care of my mom, too, so she doesn't have to go into a nursing home or anything.
2: Oh, bless your
1: heart. (laughs) so uh, you know coming through all of this how has your mentality changed a lot of people you know talk about how you know doing the ddpy and feeling better and stuff will be a shift mentally to you as well how have you found yourself mentally and in, in mood and just you know overall demeanor since feeling better physically and and you know doing the ddpy regularly
0: Mentally, it helps a lot because I lost my daughter 13 years ago. It January 21st. I mean, I oh, had I'm her sorry. January 21st of 2011 and lost her January 22nd, 2011. So since I've been doing DDPY, it's been actually helping cope with her loss more because I actually did dedicated workouts on her birthday or her, so I wouldn't get emotional breakdown, cry.
1: Wow, That's, I'm I'm so sorry to hear that. That's I mean I can't imagine, you know, going through that. And then you know, if you you have all this on your plate, you probably never really got a chance to properly deal with all of it as well. So it's one of those things that your body just you know it absorbs the the trauma and the grief, and you don't know where to put it. Mhm.
2: I just I mentally can't even it, imagine. Hey, hey.
0: Sorry, go ahead, Charlene. It mentally helps me cope with her loss each and every year without breaking down and not taking care of myself.
1: Obviously, we have a, a a pretty good support system around here, people in the community that really just, you know, care about each other and look after each other. Uh, how has uh, the community been, you know, while you're you're going through all this? Obviously, you know, you've, you've met people who's present at a mm-hmm. company. Um, how has the community aspect, you know, changed your, your your workouts, your life, and you know, found something to uh, lean on when you're you're dealing with these type of, uh, you know, grief and, and trauma.
0: felt a lot, telling me that I could do it and push through. And there's better things out in the world, and just keep on pushing. it's not always oh, well. easy
2: to apply though so it's it's always great to have that consistent feedback and i think wow i came across to you um doing some research for the show and yeah i was reading up on you and it was just really inspiring that um you know you've known you've known what it's like to be hurt or overwhelmed or busy or whatever the case may be. And now you're working through all of that. And I mean, that's, that's inspiring. Yep. And
0: every day is a new day. You just get up and push and get out there.
1: I agree. You know, obviously it's something that you can't, you know, you can't explain to someone how they how you feel, and unfortunately, nobody can really understand until it happens to them. And you wouldn't want that to happen to, to your worst enemy. But uh-huh. when you start, uh, you know, you, you there are people in the community who have had similar things, and and that's one of the things that I, I find so empowering about this community is no matter what's going on with me personally usually there's a few people around that you can relate to or, or find some kind of, you know, common ground with. And, you know, a lot of people hook up with those people and, and link up and, and, and they push each other and they work out together and they form friendships and bonds. You know, do you have people in the community that you've really, you know, kind of tied yourself to and, and you guys keep each other accountable or workout partners or what, you know, there's a lot of great camaraderie here in the DDPY community.
0: Yes, and I did – one is my instructor, Derek Reeve, Brian Tan, and his wife has been amazing. Where are you, Charlene? Are you in Georgia? No, I'm actually in Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, okay. I wasn't – I'm not really good at all the area codes yet, so um. – <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, Crystal is 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 from Canada, so basically the United States is just like a, a mass to her. Lauren. It's all one thing. It's all it's all we're all the United States. That's right? I, I always joke around with Crystal that like if I meet somebody from Canada, I'll be like, oh, do you know Crystal Stewart? As if like they all just like get together on Sunday and like meet up and talk. They're like oh, the the meeting of the Canadians. Yeah, we but, we meet at the giant igloo. <laughs> oh, bring the Tim Hortons and I'll be there. Right. <laughs> so, so what what are you doing for workouts now? Are you are you pretty consistent, or is there a certain amount of workouts you do, or what do you enjoy? You know, for for the DDPY workouts In your average week. I restarted
0: today, and I got two workouts in today. Seven workouts so possibly a week, or I could have more. But if I have five, try to
1: push for more. Awesome, awesome. All right, so you you mentioned that you're no longer uh, you know doing the, the CNA gig. Is this, is there something that you've moved on to, or are you kind of working towards something, or or just kind of figuring yourself out right now, like uh, goal wise? I are you?
0: i actually actually oh. at a mall. <laughs> I've hey, that's awesome. your tank. <laughs> I that's do awesome. raw measurements everything else, <laughs> and I'm a good cell on the cell floor.
1: That's so oh. you, you. You didn't trade in those hard floors, though, did you? <laughs> <laughs>
0: no. <laughs>
1: those mall floors are brutal.
0: Yeah.
2: Charlene, could you tell me, what does CNA mean?
0: Certified nursing assistant.
2: Oh, I wasn't sure. We call it something different here, so I wasn't entirely
1: sure. Well, you know, I I don't know how close you are to the management, but I'd like to file a complaint because I submitted myself for the Victoria's Secret calendar a couple years ago, and they never called (laughs) me back, and I was very offended by that. I had my wings and everything. Oh good God! <laughs> uh, oh but, man! Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm Victoria's <laughs> Secret. They keep me in a warehouse, locked up, and just like like a monster, just wrapped. <laughs> Actually,
0: coming June and July, we're opening up a new store to
1: also. <laughs> all, well, oh well, gosh! See, we usually we at least get halfway through the show before we let it go off the rails so this is we're ahead of schedule this time (laughs) (sighs) so (laughs) so you you started in 2021 which is just the the uh the epicenter of the COVID like you're already in lockdown the place was pretty much closed off the entire world's closed off and, you know, a lot of people, you know, struggle during that time. They let themselves go. And some people use that time to just really get their lives in order and fix themselves and better themselves and lose weight. Um, I'm, I kind of did both, depending on what month it was. But uh, you, you really took that time to, like, start, you know, getting all in on the workouts and and, and uh, focusing on that. With the COVID lockdowns and everything, and you've got, you know, people at home that depend on you and you don't want to, you know, sickness is, is all over the place. Did you find starting this in the COVID era to be helpful or or more difficult?
0: Actually a lot helpful. Because I was actually out in the field working it.
2: At first.
1: Yeah, that's a hard that's a rough time to be in the in the medical field. Especially with all the unknown at the time, too. We're all figuring this out and just trying to, like, you know, I remember Mm -hmm. uh, my wife's, uh, my father-in-law, my wife's father, he left the medical industry at that time, too. He was a couple years away from retirement, and he's, like, working 60 hours a week and coming home just ragged and getting sick. And, man, that was a a brutal time. And I think a lot of people transitioned out of the field (laughs) shortly after. Yeah.
2: I mean, how prevalent is that down there now, though?
1: No, it's, I mean, it's, I, like I said, I had it this week, and it wasn't the same as when I had it in 2001. It was, I didn't really worry at all. I just kind of just coasted through it. But, you know, we are having, you know, spouts of it here and there. Uh, you know, upticks. But... um yeah, we are they're, they're going to be dry. I think the CDC said they're going to be downgrading uh the uh, restrictions for people who have it this week too. So I think uh I think it's just something we're going to have to live with now and figure out as we go along. But uh it wasn't fun though. I will not you that much. No. <laughs> so I don't think know,
2: it's going to go away.
1: Yeah, uh, I think it's just no. something we're going to have to to to, de- to work around. Right. Absolutely. So, um, Charlene, you know, going forward, what do you want to do next? Like, what do you have for goals for, you know, is there a position that you want to try? Is it, you know, there a workout that you want to master? Is there any kind of, you know, certification? Or do you want to be going instructor? Like, what's going on with you and DDPY? Is there anything on the horizon you want to try? Or are you just going to kind of feel it out, taking one day at a time?
0: Taking one day at a time, but one day I do wanna probably be an instructor. But taking it one day at a time 'cause the I had to back down to just advance again because advanced plus was too hard. <laughs> that's okay though.
1: Well yeah, you gotta you gotta read your body and you gotta read, you know, it that's a, a really good being self enough aware to be like, I need to step back a little bit. Like that's a really good important uh quality to have.
0: Because I didn't want to blow out my knee again. Yeah, I get that.
1: That sounds like a hell of a reason. (laughs) You know, that's uh, so your knee is feeling better. You you, for the most part, when you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing, your knee. You said you 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 don't have to get the knee surgery after all. Right now, is uh, is the pain manageable?
0: Yeah, a lot manageable from before.
1: What is life? Sorry, I think I stepped on everyone's toes there. <laughs> no, I think um, it was me. No, I'm sorry. I was just saying, so, you know, is this something that you're 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 pretty much going to be able to manage through or through? Or is it something down the line you're going to have to address? And, you know, what has your life been like post-pain? Like now that things are under control, have you gotten kind of a freedom back that you didn't really have when you were struggling so much with the pain in your knee?
0: Yeah, because I get to have a little bit more energy and race around with the kids and uh, do my circles around the mall like crazy.
1: <laughs> you know, that's that's the most important thing. You know, if pretty much everyone who has kids at some point says that's their motivation to make sure that they're there for their kids and can keep up with the kids and uh that's a hell of a, a noble uh, reason. You know, people ask what's your reason. That that's a good one right there. And not to mention that, you know, this the uh example you're setting for them, you know, being able to say like, listen, I was in a rough spot and I was beaten up physically, mentally and and I really dug deep and and, and showed that uh, I can do it. I mean, that's a that's a hell of an example to set.
0: Yeah, especially with my youngest with basketball. I've been shooting hoops with him so he could get better.
1: Well, that's there amazing. you go. That's that's I mean that, that's fun. I bet. How, how old is your little one with playing basketball?
0: He's going to be ten.
1: Ten? I bet you he could beat me on my best. He could beat me on my best day. I am the worst basketball player you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I could I could call an Uber and they could come and bring me the net and put it in front of me like a dinner plate and I'd still miss. <laughs> yeah, I, I bet you anything. If we set up a game for charity, DDP charity, Mike Mullins one-on-one with with, with your uh, your ten-year-olds, he would probably beat me thirty to one. and being in one is generous.
2: <laughs> <laughs> good news. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh good. But anyways, no, that's that's awesome that you're able to participate now because it's really hard when you're when you're getting older. And, you know, you know, you want to be there for your kids. And when they're getting older and growing up and, you know, what's the dream is you always go out there and you, uh, you know, play, throw a ball with the kids or play basketball with the kids or participate in their lives. And when, when you've got such pain like that, it really makes it hard to be an active participant. And, uh, you know, it's pretty amazing that you've been able to to kind of rehab yourself to the point where you're able to just get out there and play again. Like a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because when
0: I was a kid, when I was three years old, I started to be a baton twirler up until I was in my twenties. You do too. too. So. Well,
1: wait, what, did, what did you? i had miss. I'd miss that. It broke out up until your twenties. What? The I was a baton twirler. twirler. Oh wow! Oh, that's like the marching band style, or was it cheerleading, yeah. or is it marching band?
0: Marching bands. Uh, the metal stick that you twirl and spin around and it
1: flips it. Wow, that's I mean that that's crazy. So you, you were did you do it? Like with the school, or was it just like, did you just you know? Were, with, are there freelance like like uh, mar- marching band battles like they do in the rap battle like Eminem in the movie? Like just getting into quality, <laughs> slamming some some spinning and.
0: <laughs> I was actually in the marching band, and I was in a local baton twirling uh,
1: company. Wow. Now, that's, I mean, that's one of those things that, like, I, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could spin a baton, and then you see somebody who can actually do it, and it's like, oh, no, I can't do anything. Those people are, like, insane. <laughs> were you, were you uh, one of those people that would just...
0: The best was twirling fire.
1: Twirling fire! Wow, I think yeah. that's my new wrestling name, twirling fire, Mike Mullins. <laughs> <laughs> so, wow, that's—I oh, mean, that's goodness. crazy. I've, I've never talked to a, a, a baton. Uh, is it tw- is that the technical term for it, twirler? Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy, and and so. I mean, I'm sure it takes quite a bit of, you know, uh, athleticism and a lot of bit of like, uh, you know, balance and, and coordination. And uh, mm-hmm. is that something that you kind of, I mean, probably when you got down to the mat, you've been doing all this stuff for all this time. You probably had some of that instinctual just, you know, balance, coordination, timing, ready to roll.
0: Yeah. I actually brought it back whenever I couldn't do it and I was like, it's amazing this I could do with my twirling again because one day I want to be a pun twirler instructor too wow
1: yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty amazing so you know what's the, what's the goal there like you know get with a marching band in, in like you know a school or something and be like a, a teacher instructor type of thing is that the, with the uh yeah wow well that's awesome that's really cool. That's, that's such a unique, you know, when you, when you hear people say like a a unique talent to have. And, uh, I bet that, uh, you know, finding somebody who can teach that and and is is good at it like that is probably a, a pretty cool gig. So, you know, going, uh, going forward when you're doing your DDPY instructions and baton twirling in the Olympics, I don't know if it's an Olympic sport or not, but you'll have to come back <laughs> and give an exclusive interview to DDP radio about the U S Olympic baton twirling team. <laughs> 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 uh, and you'd be like, and I, now, but... all right, well, if it is, let me handle all the endorsements. I'll take my 70% cut and I'll make sure that take care of the, the rest of the crew and, We'll, we'll do everything. We'll, we'll market Charlene batons. We'll put the logo on them. We'll sell them on the stand. Oh, the board. Lord. I'm printing money. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned uh, – what, who's what's the guy's name, Who's uh, who you're with right now that really got you into GDPY? I, I, I missed that at the beginning. Derek I'm, I'm horrible. Derek Reeves. Derek Reeves. Derek Reeves. So – How did he, you know, inspire you to start doing this? Is it something you just kind of witnessed him doing and you're like, wow, that looks, you know, cool? Or is it something he pushed you to try to try? You know, it's always so cool when you come into it through somebody else uh, because you can't can't help be inspired when you see somebody having that kind of success with it.
0: Well, he was like one of my best friends from wrestling because he was on our, our local wrestling crew taking down the ring and everything so he's like he's seen me struggle and stuff he's like hey i'm doing a class i'm teaching class come down and take my class so i did
1: <laughs> oh, i mean how, was he good what do you what's uh-huh. our, let's get a review from the class let's give him a plug so uh, anybody who wants to uh, check out one of his classes can, can check it out. We need Charlene's review of the class.
0: It's amazing. It's, it's every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 630. It's called Ace of Spades Fitness. It's located in Chollery, Pennsylvania.
1: Awesome. awesome. Now, did did you guys both wrestle? You guys, you know, work on in the indies, or or what's up with that?
0: It was in D.C., he said.
1: Awesome. That was just a
0: uh, fan.
1: <laughs> that was uh, sorry, have a – sorry, I'm having horrible connection issues here. I'm sorry. Right.
0: I was a fan, and he was oh, okay. a ring, ring crew. Yeah.
1: I awesome. always awesome. went <laughs> – you always went what I'm 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 I apologize I'm having the worst uh connection issue right now I always went to the wrestling shows and stuff I always went oh. to
0: the wrestling shows and stuff
1: Awesome awesome you know, so did we you met. were you a wrestling were you a wrestling fan growing up did you were you aware of DDP ahead of time and you follow him from, yeah. from way back when Yeah it, It's it's so funny cuz when, when I started here with uh with uh, DDP radio and um um, you know, when I first started, there was probably about 200 people doing DDPY. There was nobody here. And whenever you talk to someone who was uh, in DDPY, it was always there were always wrestling fans. Everyone came into this through wrestling. And then after a while, I started realizing like 10 years later, like half the people don't even know DDP is a wrestler. They know him from DDPY. And it is crazy to see things shift over the time. But it's also cool because you get to talk to a lot of wrestling people around here and uh, wrestling fans and Growing up a wrestling fan, you know, when you see another wrestling fan in the wild, I always say it's like you know like that Blind Melon music video where the uh, B girl huh. finds the other B people, and it's just like, oh, wrestling people. So <laughs> it's always cool to have that <laughs> connection to the wrestling world.
0: Yep, I grew up with it.
1: So you guys were uh, in old- Pennsylvania. Yep. Did you guys go to the spec? Would you go to the Spectrum type of thing? in Philly or was that a, or is it an ECW thing or?
0: No, uh, Pittsburgh.
1: Area. Pittsburgh. Okay. Bruno's territory. <laughs> I'm probably dating myself. Bruno martino but, um, Oh, well that's, that's pretty cool. Now, do you still watch wrestling or, uh, are you kind of moved on from it or? Uh,
0: I don't really watch it much now on TV. I don't because I don't have time, but I go to our <laughs> local, I'm a local, uh, wrestling
1: shows around. Awesome. How often do you see people in the wrestling show? Between you know, you know, the class you took right there. But I mean, I, you go to a wrestling show now, and everyone there does DDPY. It's so weird to see because it's uh you know, ten years ago here when I started, nobody was doing it, and now you go to a wrestling show and people are warming up with it in the locker room. It's pretty crazy. Mhm. I mean,
0: our, our local, our local, uh, our local uh, wrestling company. He actually does it, and I, I was like, "You need to put me in the ring one day." He's like, "Well, you need to come train."
1: Uh-huh. Well, that sounds like a challenge. Are we gonna set up an angle right now? <laughs> 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 So did you ever have any desire to, to train in wrestling or is it something you always just saw yourself as a fan because, you know, you have the connection to the business and and uh you've already no, taken a classroom. Might ring. as well start taking books.
0: <laughs> I actually want to get in the ring and train. <laughs> oh
1: wow. That's a, I mean, that's a that's a hell of a goal. That's pretty cool. Now, um
0: 'cause my brother used to be a wrestler.
1: So is that something you're really legitimately to like gonna try? Yeah. That's amazing. You said your brother used to be a wrestler?
0: Yeah, he used to be a wrestler and he was he's tiny little thing and I used to flop, flop him around like it was <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
1: Oh wow. Well, that's that's pretty cool. You're gonna have to come back and let us know if you start training or if you you start wrestling and stuff because uh that's pretty awesome now if you think about it the the journey you've taken in the past few years from you know the one career being you know broken down physically your knee screwed up and you start working out you're getting healthier get defining yourself in a new place in life and new aspirations and new goals and probably a few years ago pro wrestling wasn't even on the table but now it's something that you're legitimately looking to pursue and that's a huge physical and mental transformation if I've ever seen one. Yeah. Well, I I'm I'm, did I'm it ex- for
0: you, but I didn't do it.
1: Well, I, I'm excited to see uh, where that where that takes you and the, the path you uh, you take with that. And, and next time you uh, find yourself training or something, make sure to uh, To let us know and we'll have you back on and, and chat you up again and see how that's going and follow up with uh, with uh, your journey but uh, before we get out of here before we uh, start wrapping up uh, do you have anyone you wanted to shout out personally any kind of uh, people you wanted to call out for good or bad thank them or maybe just kind of promo on them or something <laughs> before we start wrapping up I'll give you the floor to, uh, to say hi to some people
0: Just very great who's with me, Brian Tan, Stephanie Kelly, and Jason Henry has been amazing, great team to work with.
2: Wow. That's a great group of people.
1: Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, this is just the beginning. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more down the line from you. And you seem to be in a place of, uh, of change and growth and excitement and, uh, Future's wide open. Uh, so I wish you the best, and I and I I can't wait to have you come back on and update us on uh, how the whole uh, process of training and all that is going. But I wanted to uh, thank you for coming on and chatting with us here tonight. Uh, it's been a fun uh, conversation, and uh, I, I, I didn't go too far off the rails, so that's a plus, but I, I will <laughs> be writing a strongly worded letter until I get my picture on the top of that Victoria's Secret billboard. Good Lord. You're going to have to pass my information to the higher ups. Tell them Mike Mullins is pissed. That, 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 <laughs> well, that photo shoot was not cheap.
0: They actually <laughs> thinking about maybe put me as a manager, too, later on, so. Oh,
1: <laughs> a, like a wrestling Michael. manager?
0: No, as Victoria's Secret manager.
1: Oh, Victoria's Secret manager. Yeah, well, you you drive my pictures up to the higher ups. You tell her this guy is the next big thing in, in lingerie modeling, so. Oh.
0: <laughs>
1: Don't do it. <laughs> well, first of all, I'd like to apologize to all the listeners who had to vision me in a lingerie photo shoot, so uh, I think we're probably going to have to start wrapping things up before the uh, the blog talk radio heavies come in and, and shut us down. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, thank you guys so so much for, uh, for checking in with us and, uh, I appreciate it. Charlene, uh, you were fun to talk to and, uh, thank you for being our warrior of the week. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see where things go. Okay. (laughs) Well, Crystal, thank you so much. We appreciate you, uh, for, uh, I know you had some connection issues too, Crystal. I apologize for for that. I have no idea what's happening. I'm not even showing up on the screen. Oh, there I am. Uh, Yeah, we're having some technical issues here tonight, so I apologize. But uh, without any further ado, I think it's time for us to do the world-famous Crystal Stewart Quote of the Week, and then uh, we'll wrap things up and on to next week.
2: Yeah, absolutely. So this week's quote is by Earl Nightingale. And work never killed anyone. It's worry that does the damage. And the worry would disappear if we just settled down and do the work.
1: I like it. I like it. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Crystal. And uh, thank you so much, Charlene Griffith. Uh, Congratulations on this week's Warrior of the Week and for crushing it and uh we'll uh we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of DDP radio. Happy Valentine's Day to uh everybody out there who are celebrating. I will accept cash chocolate and uh <laughs> valuable and lavish oh. gifts if you want to send them my way but uh until then, <laughs> Lord, we'll talk to you guys soon. Thank you guys so much. I'm a big dumb animal, folks. But uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh. we'll talk to you guys too, and have a great week. A great I was today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Paige. Cutter. I don't believe it! Wow. Diamond Cutter out of the power box! We're going home. You've been listening to DDP
2: Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests,
1: inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.